What's up, y'all? It's Alex, and welcome back to Something Challenge Related. What am I doing in the house with these people? It's time to just bring the Barbie Beast back. Killer Cam is out now. I'm ready. Today, we're talking about episode one of the Challenge Double Agents, licensed to kill a cam. So keep in mind, there will be spoilers ahead. With that out of the way, I wanted to start this episode by saying, y'all. The fact that Challenge has been number one trending on Twitter during air makes me so proud. It's like watching your kid with a gold medal in the long jump at their high school track meet, but if your kid was a huge production company and media empire. <laughs> now for the episode, let's dive in. Okay, so kicking off the episode, we had what has become a staple of recent seasons. TJ pulling up in some sort of unusual vehicle, like it's an off-brand Fast and the Furious movie, and I can't lie, it gives me chills every damn time. These premieres are like the Super Bowl to me. The bubbling anticipation of what this season's going to hold is just so exciting. I also love when the cast looks enthused to be there, and you could tell rookies and vets alike were just so stoked to get started. That's one of the reasons I didn't love the bunker from last season. At first, I was like, okay, what a twist, but by the end, they looked literally so miserable. It's a hundred times more fun to watch if it looks like they're having a good time, especially since we're in a quarantine and have to live vicariously through them as we sip White Claws with our four quarantine friends for the hundredth time. Diving into my thoughts on the challenge, mission decryption, okay, I'm gonna say it now, they need to chill with the spy stuff, and that's really all I have to say about that. Anyways, <laughs> I actually really love this as an opening challenge. I love opening challenges where it's a combination of speed, strength, and puzzles, but also everyone gets the chance to compete. I hated last season how if you didn't complete the little tug of war on time, TJ curb stomped you with the tank and you were eliminated. Lola climbing up that hill had me rolling. She is going to annihilate some of these girls. And then Tori snatching it right from her hands? Powerful. Also, throughout the season, let's all take a shot every time Casey mentions she played full tackle women's football. Dorel also mocking Nicole for how she was collaborating with Lolo had me rolling. Whoa, 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 whoa! That was so funny. For those who missed the Declassified episode, I would definitely recommend watching it because it puts things somewhat more into context, like for example, Nicole and Lolo working together. Not much, I mean, most of it is Leo flipping Kyle like a pancake, but still. You get a much more thorough introduction to the rookies, the vets, and their complex relationships entering this game. Anyways, back to the episode. Ashley helping Big T was so sweet, and proves again just what a general beast she is. And y'all, I was so stoked to watch Anissa win again, and she was so lit! I was so happy! She deserves to start a season off with a win. Let's get it. The guys were hilarious to watch, because instead of just passing around the capsule like the girls were doing, they were beating the shit out of each other. Are men dumb? Who's to say? But kudos to Fessy for pulling it out, and we cannot have a podcast episode review without commenting the whole shoe situation. Fast forward, the partner selection scene was the chaotic energy of 2020 in a nutshell, and I absolutely loved it. <laughs> the primal sense of panic when they realized they had to try and sweep up the good partners before someone else did was just so awesome. But okay, CT rejecting Cam. I know Twitter felt mixed about this, but who in their right mind would reject Cam as a partner? Yeah, Ashley is a beast, but was CT really looking around at the rest of the female cast and being like, okay, there are a lot of other really good options here for me that are going to be better than Cam. He already knew Tori was taken. That was confusing to me. I'm going to do a separate episode on my thoughts on the initial pairings, so I'll save that for then. But other cute moments were when Kyle and Nani were giddy pairing up with each other. Who knows why, but it was very cute. And Darrell sweeping Amber B into a hug. That's going to be a power duo. Before we dive into the politics and voting, Cam's speech to Ashley, Nani, and Anissa really had me cheering up. I also hadn't realized that Cam and Anissa had never competed on a season together, and it was really empowering to see Cam trying to gas Anissa up for her first win. It's very easy to get lost in the mechanics of the game and the bubble of reality television, but the challenge is consistently punctuated with inspiring players and powerful moments, both of which anchor us in the real-world challenges people face. And black people, particularly black women, are consistently undervalued and bearing the brunt of hundreds of years of systemic oppression. 
This is a loud and proud Black Lives Matter podcast, and if you can't fuck with that, then you have to do some serious self-reflecting, and feel free to go ahead and unsubscribe. A very powerful moment from four of my favorite ladies. Okay, so into the politics. I think it was smart to gun for the victors. In fact, I'm not sure why they don't do that every season. I mean, get them out of here as quickly as possible. I think the secret voting structure did help, though, because you know people walk around the house some type of way, and then when push comes to shove, they're like, actually, uh, let's throw in the rookies. But damn, CT and Ashley getting votes from almost the entire house. The atmosphere of the challenge is changing. Vets are realizing they need to stop protecting other vets just because they're vets and start playing the game for themselves. And I love that. Sidebar, when CT said Cam and Leroy were a double-headed snake, I kind of pictured it in like that Nickelodeon cartoon cat dog with a head at each end, but after thinking about it some more, I don't think that's what he meant. Fast forward to the fantastic voting montage. Ashley and CT get voted in, Fessy and Anissa getting the tea, and we're suddenly in the crater for our first elimination of the season. Let me start by saying the crater is so sick. One of my favorite elimination arenas probably of all time. Anissa's speech was also baller, and voting in Wes and Natalie was a power move. I was sad because I love both Natalie and Ashley, but you have to respect the politics there. Then the twist is it's a girl's elimination. What an L for this gaming. <laughs> I saw this funny tweet that was like, I bet y'all the producer snuck up and were like, CT and Wes in the first elimination? Hell no, this is a girl's day. <laughs> the elimination looked hard as fuck. I always like to stack myself up to see how I think I would perform, and I would definitely look like a pot roast in this elimination. A hard-fought battle, but ultimately Natalie proved one of the many reasons she's a survivor beast and one of the best winners of all time, and knocked Ashley out of the game. The twist about switching partners combined with the skulls? A fantastic combo, and I think it's going to really shake up the dynamics of this season. Okay, so moving into the awards for the episode, I'm going to call out the worst moment, the best moment, the best quote, and the standout challengers. For worst moment, I have CT running this whole intimidation strategy. Look, I absolutely love CT. He's one of my favorite male challengers, but the way he was running around the house dressed like Damien from Mean Girls was just quite frankly ridiculous. <laughs> I definitely don't expect him to roll over, but frantically asking people if they voted for you does not count as politicking. And don't get me started on this speech of deliberation. A, when Liv called him out about meaning he wanted to throw in the rookies, he meant he wanted to throw in the rookies. So why did he not own up to that? Did Liv really scare him that much to say, oh no, he doesn't have to be a rookie? He's also been really playing this like ride the line strategy since War of the Worlds 2 that I really don't fuck with. B, Cam was like, you're trying to intimidate people, and he was like, nah, you crazy, even when that was exactly what he was doing. I'm all for playing this game and playing it hard. Everyone has their own unique style, but don't be a wimp about it. The funniest moment was just Big T and Joseph's partnership. When Big T in the confessional said, I'm excited to see what Jacob's got, I nearly died. And then she was out doing her thing and scheming away, and Joseph is dead ass asleep on the couch. That killed me. These moments really speak for themselves. For best moment, I gotta go with Anissa's speech before nominating Wes and Natalie. Y'all have been taking advantage of Anissa for years. It's about time she got her vengeance, and damn, it was sweet. When she said the house went big, so I'm going to go bigger, I legitimately got chills. Actually, I don't know if that's the exact quote, but <laughs> because even some of these big players like Wes and CT are really out here still targeting the rookies, you know. If either was in the double agent seat, it would have been Liv and Mechie, or Gabby and Leo. Anissa basically was like, y'all want to call yourself vets? Make moves then, and I respect her for it. I agree endurance isn't Anissa's strength, but she's been playing a fearless game these past two seasons, and I love her for it. For best quote, it has to be Ashley in the confessional when she said, sorry, you losers have never won the challenge, and you've done it a hundred times. <laughs> that one really got me. Again, I think that explains itself. And then for me, the I had four standout challengers. Anissa, she's really in this circle because of the speech, but also the win in the opening challenge, a strong start for Anissa. Cam, with the very powerful and surreal moment, combined with her scheming to get two powerhouse teams in the first elimination, standout for sure. Third is Amber B. Circling back to the point I made earlier, I love when people are enjoying themselves in the whole episode. Amber B just looked like she was having the time of her life, and I loved that. And then last is Natalie. I love my girl Natalie from Survivor. I knew she would thrive. 
I'm sad it's at the expense of Ashley's place in the game, but that was a baller elimination win. What a standout premiere episode. I am so excited for the rest of the season. Thank you all for listening, and as always, take care of yourself. Hopefully we'll see you in the future, all right?